Hello, everyone. I am Michael Danforth with Danforth Ministries and Mountaintop International. And uh, here we are for uh, another podcast. So thank you for joining me. Um, I uh, am doing a series, a brief series, on uh, uh, that is titled The uh, Age, The Supernatural Age of Eternal Peace and Rest. And which I believe is a place that God is leading his people into, the nations into. And and I'm very excited about this. And if you didn't listen to the last podcast, the first one, uh, I would encourage you to go do so because I think you would uh, be very, uh, very uh, encouraged to enter into this restful mindset. And... Um, yeah, so I just uh, explored some areas how it all began with me and what led me on this journey of uh, leaning into this more and more prophetically, uh, believing that it is uh, the intent and desire of God for his people here and now, not just in some hereafter life. So uh, I left off on uh, speaking about uh, David, where God spoke to him about his son Solomon. And I'm just going to read that uh, to you again and then move on from this uh, subject of peace and and lead into the rest of God. In fact, this scripture uh, pronounces it in a very powerful way. He was speaking to David, and before Solomon was born, he said, Behold, a son will be born to you who shall be a man of rest, and I will give him rest from all his enemies on every side, for his name shall be Solomon. I will give peace and quiet to Israel in his days. So it's the very meaning of Solomon, the name itself. And uh, I, again, find this astounding, that in that day, even under that old covenant uh, of that time, that God afforded Solomon the ability, the, the wisdom and the understanding to live in a place of rest where he would literally rest from all of his enemies. And one of the things I want to highlight, I really believe that it was the wisdom and understanding that God gave to Solomon that enabled him to move into this place of rest and therefore exercise that authority over all the works of the enemy. And of of course, uh, all of this, all of what I'm saying, once again, is is the foundation of it is the love of God, but not only for his own personal life and against all the works of the enemy, but he had the ability uh, in his day. The passage says, "I will give peace and quiet to Israel in his days." In other words, as he is living in that realm, reigning in that time, he will be able to release that, impart that over the entire nation of Israel. So again, I'm saying how much more today, those of us who are in the new covenant uh, relationship with Jesus Christ, how much more can we live and move and have our being in him, living in this place of rest and peace? And I believe that there is this wisdom, this understanding that is afforded us through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the word of God, and through engaging with God in heavenly realms Uh, that enables us to move up into the revelation of what this really means and what it should look like in the earth. Again, I will remind you of a passage of Scripture I uh, uh, quoted in the previous podcast of Jesus saying, 
peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be uh, afraid. And so uh, I love this because, again, Jesus is uh, pointing out the fact that uh, as he is exiting the earth, his physical being exiting the earth, he is leaving us a supernatural peace. He he is offering uh, the people of that day and even today to enter into this place of, of, of rest and peace in him and makes it very clear that it's not of this world. Again, it's not based on the circumstances of life, the, the things that happen or don't happen, but it's a supernatural revelation, an impartation of the divine nature of Christ that is given to us, that enables us to live in a state of being, a, a mindset, uh, if, if I can put it that way, to where letting this mind that is in Christ be in us, where we literally enter into this place. And, and as a result, fear is disarmed. So I believe this peace of God that Jesus mentions and speaks about, and then at the end says, you know, do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. So, you know, saying even though there's things going on in the world and will continue to at a, at this level that you that they were in even at that time and even in this day <clears throat> he was saying this will give you the ability to live a fearless life and uh I just I I love that. So let me uh let's just move into now uh I gave you a definition of of uh of peace, the Hebrew word shalom in the previous podcast. And one of the things I pronounced was that it's one of its meetings, powerful meetings, is the absence of war. And uh, here we have the word rest, the Hebrew word rest, which is nuach. And uh, it means literally to rest, to be quiet. Uh, this word is, is uh, synonymous with uh, Shabbat, which means to cease or to rest. So again, it's referring to uh, to an activity that maybe tries to govern your life, your heart, and your mind. So I think it's like literally like you you're stopping. You're you're not doing uh, that, giving into that because it's a level of government and entering into this rest. The Greek word for rest is uh, anapis, which is meaning uh, cessation or refreshment. Now, I might say this a couple times, but let me just uh, say again that when I speak about peace or when I'm speaking about rest, I'm not talking about inactivity. I'm not talking about being motionless. I'm talking about moving, advancing in the kingdom of God, uh, uh, pursuing your heart's desire, the desire that God has given to you, the dreams in your heart, the plans that he has for you moving in that in a very action way. After all, faith without works is dead. But it, but doing so out of a place of absolute peace and rest. And again, this is not a, a one that the world gives, but it's one that comes supernaturally through our relationship in Jesus Christ. So I I like this uh, this meaning of rest because it's literally defined as the end or the final conclusion. 
So if we were to look at something and say, okay, what is the what is the overall intent, the final conclusion of God for humanity in this time, in this hour? We know it's not just to go to heaven, but we know that it's to bring the government of heaven upon the earth here and now. And one of those uh, realms, those governmental factors of the kingdom of God, of the heart of God, is the rest of God being released upon the world. So it's, so it's defined as the end, the final conclusion. And, uh, and, and so in this case, I believe it refers to this finished proce- process of, of heaven's intent for, uh, for humanity. So it reminds me, <clears throat> Jesus hanging on the cross and declaring, it is finished. So if I, if I hear those words uh, in, in, in light of this revelation, that entering into the peace and rest of God is the final conclusion, then I believe that Jesus was declaring it is finished. In other words, now the peace and rest of heaven comes upon you, rises up in you. And of course, the Holy Spirit was to come and empower us, enabling us to lay hold of this kingdom realm of God and move into this place in a very powerful way. So uh, I believe Jesus was depicting this, uh, uh, this revelation of longing or an invitation, literally, to see all of mankind to enter into this uh, place of rest. Uh, let me read you another passage of Scripture out of Matthew eleven twenty eight thirty. 30. It says, Come to me, and I will give you rest, and you will find rest for your souls. So again, this is an opportunity. God is declaring this. If you come to me, this is the place I'm going to bring you to. This is the ultimate goal, is to bring you into this place of peace and rest, which is a, a revelation, a manifestation, a wisdom, and an understanding. I'm thinking of the passage of Scripture. It says, let the let the uh, let the, the the wisdom of God, uh, the understanding of guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. And so, I believe that there is this guard around our hearts and minds that is developing more and more to where we're seen out of this kingdom place of resting in Him, enthroned in heavenly places. So, let me just speak a little bit about this the the promised land. And in the Old Testament, entering into the promised land was, was to me, another picture of God leading his people into this place of rest. And um, this is why I've been speaking some about uh, 2020, is because 2020, in the, in, from a Hebraic perspective, the number 20 is really the age of, of maturity. So I'm, I'm, I'm writing a book related to the 2020 the age of spiritual maturity, but it's the age of maturity in many different ways. Not the climatic moment, you know, like the end of uh, the end of it all, but a level of maturity that will manifest at a level that the earth, the world, has never seen before. So there, we are coming into a supernatural maturity, and I believe this rest of God, this peace of God, is going to be part of the foundation of manifesting this place of peace and rest in the kingdom of God. So even if we look at the 
the uh, you know the Sabbath day that was declared in the Old Testament. The Sabbath day was a type and shadow of Jesus Christ who was to come. And so many of the prophets foretold of that future outcome. And Jesus, who was destined to literally become our final place of rest. So in this sense, we know now that the Sabbath day is not a day, but a person named Jesus. Because, you know, you can go to church every Sunday and still not really find that place of rest. So the Sabbath day went from a day to becoming a person, to becoming a a place, a dwelling place in the kingdom of God, to where we, again, where we abide in him, thus entering into this place of rest. That is the invitation. So that means it's 24-7. It's just not on a Sunday. We are now living in the Sabbath revelation of Jesus Christ right now in this time and hour. In Hebrews three eighteen through 19, it says, And to whom did he swear that, that they would not enter his rest, but to those who were disobedient? So now speaking of Israel and their day with Moses saying, Look, I, I offered them the opportunity to enter into this place of rest, but they would not enter into it. So it was because of disobedience that they were unable to enter into this supernatural realm that was even offered to them in that time. So it goes on to say, Therefore, let us fear if while a promise remains of entering his rest. So I want to highlight this, that right now in this new covenant, as powerful as everything is through Jesus Christ, what has been given to us, what is afforded to us, the position that we have been placed in in him in heavenly places. There is a declaration for heaven from heaven that is simply saying, this place of rest still remains. I'm waiting for my people to enter in to the revelation of of the supernatural rest coming in to me. So in this sense, he's saying, look, they didn't do it in their day. Now I'm waiting for you. The promise still remains for you to enter into this rest. And it goes on to say, and any one of you may seem to have come short of it. And I will urge you all the more to do this so that I may be restored to you the sooner. Is this not powerful? Because we can lean into the the passage of Scripture that speaks about the restoration of all things. And so, therefore, we can see that the, uh, the, the restoration of all things, and in this sense, that Jesus being fully restored to us right now, that the restoration of all things is dependent of on entering into this place of peace and rest. So right now in the earth, uh, in these United States, even across the world, you see many, many divisive things that are going on. Um, a lot of racial uh, rhetoric that is still out there, like people with evil intent, and they're constantly trying to uh, to divide, to break up, and so forth. But if you look at the heart of it, I think we could agree that there is this intense uh, revelation of of unrest, the lack of peace. 
And a lot of this comes from, I believe, people who have been tormented in their mind and their heart, maybe their upbringings, maybe, uh, you know, just mishaps of life at every way, whatever the case, abuse, you know, it all has a label to it. Maybe some of it's just that they're absolutely spoiled. You know what I'm saying? And then it creates this total thing of unrest, and it just continually goes. So right now, as I speak to you, I feel like there is a move of the Spirit of God that is rising up in the people, that is rising up in you to such a degree that it's literally going to disarm this unrest, that you are going to be part of this ushering in the peace of God, the rest of God. Therefore, you will begin to see men and women more and more. It's already happening now. But going into the darkest regions of the world, the darkest areas of the nation, and literally carrying the scepter of peace and rest, which will exhibit the power of God's love at a level we have never seen. And I believe these are the rods of authority. I believe these are the mantles that God is releasing upon the people, drawing them into. In fact, let me go as far as to say this. It's already been released through the power and the love of Jesus Christ, his enthronement in heaven, therefore enthroning us in him, that it's already been released upon us. We don't have to wait for another day for this to become evident in our life or in other uh, people's lives. But all we have to do is hear it and enter into it. And uh, it's like Jesus speaking to the disciples and saying, you have ears to hear, but you do not listen. So we know it's one thing to hear something, but we know it's another thing to understand it to the degree that you actually enter in. And so therefore, hearing is someone saying something. Listening is an understanding that comes to us, that empowers us, that enables us to move in to the action of what is being said. So I love that. Um, uh, uh, there's another passage in Hebrews 4, and again, I'm highlighting, emphasizing, and I, I pray that even as I'm speaking this to you right now, that maybe there's some disarmament going on. Maybe there's some uh, physical issues going on in your body. Maybe you've been tormented in your mind, dealing with fear, anxiety, all of these things that you've been fearful of that might happen. I'm praying that right now that as as we're in this and speaking about this, that you experience uh, these things just being disarmed, being just pulled off of you. And But maybe it's relationships, maybe it's finances, whatever it is. I'm just releasing and declaring right now in the midst of your circumstance this supernatural peace and rest of God to rise up in you because it is already in you that you might not even be aware that the seed of this rest of this power and this glory has been placed within you. So I'm just calling it forth right now and declare that it was imparted to you when Jesus said, it is finished. I believe there was a a, a, a supernatural impartation released upon humanity and therefore offering uh, a uh, a doorway for us to enter into this divine place. So in Hebrews 4, verse 3, it says, For we who have believed, entered that rest. So if you have encountered Jesus, if you've had a moment where you just have recognized that sonship and your sonship, you know, of being a son or a daughter in God and recognize Jesus being who he said he is, 
if you if you if you have embraced that, then according to this passage of scripture, in that moment you have in, you entered in to that rest. So you might be saying, "Yeah, I haven't really been feeling it." Well, you're in that place, but now we got to grow up. This is the age of maturity. This is the the process that we grow up into the mind of Christ, into this place of rest, into His love. And we begin to manifest that in a very powerful way. So it says, those who have believed entered that rest, just as he has said, as I swore in my wrath, meaning then that Israel in, in, in the Old Testament times, they shall not enter my rest, although his works were finished from the foundation of the world. So they had the ability to enter into the finished revelation of the kingdom of God that was established before the foundation of the world. And it goes on to say, for he has said somewhere concerning the Sabbath day. Now, this is what I was touching on earlier about the Sabbath day becoming a person. And he says, and God rested on the Sabbath day from all his works. And again, this passage, they shall not enter my rest. So here is literally a revelation of God, uh, of God uh, 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 resting from His works. So again, it's not just like, oh, I'm just going to sit here now. It's not inactive in that way, but it means that there was a, a certain amount of labor involved in creating the world and revealing all of these things. And now that that has been accomplished, and now that my son has been set, literally, I'm, I'm setting restfully in this place, knowing that all things are going to come into fruition according to my desire and intent for my people. Uh, but, but giving reference to a people still not entering that rest. So let's move on into Hebrews 4, verse 8. For if Joshua had given them rest, now I have to stop here. Look at all of these passages of Scripture. I mean, I could, I could just count them like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I can just go on. I'm counting all the words rest that are in these passages of Scripture, emphasizing the, the importance of this and the power of this and the end goal of the Father's heart. So it says, if Joshua had given them rest, which again was God's intent, he would not have spoken of another day after that. So there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. There it is. See, it's not talking about a day like Sunday. It's talking about a realm. It's talking about a person called Jesus Christ. And it's talking about a place in him that we enter into that rest. So therefore, there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For the one who has entered his rest has himself also rested from his works. Wow, that is a promise from God to you and I. We, I don't even think we really have, can grasp a hold of what this really means, that the one who has entered his rest, you and I have done that. We have entered his rest through Jesus Christ. We have entered into the rest of God. And therefore, the object also resting from our works, as God did from his. Therefore, let us be diligent. Here it is. Let us be diligent. Right now, there is a diligence that God is wanting you to get a hold of, wanting us to 
to recognize of that we must have to enter that rest. So therefore, let us be diligent to enter that rest so that no one will fall through following the same example of disobedience. Oh my gosh, is that amazing or what? So right now, the only thing that is keeping us from moving deeper into this rest is a lack of response or a an unwillingness to continue this walk of, of abiding in Christ, moving in the obedience to God's word according to his desire toward us and, and the nations of the world. So I just wanted to declare this over you right now that uh, I just want to, again, come into an agreement with this divine intent of God for you to enter into this place of rest. Maybe it's circumstances that... Uh, that are concerning your your children, your children's children. Maybe it's a relationship with your husband. Maybe it's a relationship with your wife. Maybe you've been broken. Maybe you've come through a broken marriage and just feel like that. It just uh, it, it's just shattered your life. Maybe the enemy has been trying to use that 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 intense disappointment. All of those things, trying to torment you with that, trying to throw failure over you, trying to lure you in to the entrapment of feeling like you just you 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 failed miserably. I just want to come against that right now, and I want to just bring you into this revelation that you have been lifted up out of all of that decay. Everything I just mentioned is a form of decay. And I just want to declare that God is lifting you up out of that decay right now and that he has seated you through the power, through the love, through the blood, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, that he lifted you up out of that dark cave of death and seated you in heavenly places right now. And I want you to get an image of what this is like, being enthroned, which means that you're robed, which means that you're crowned with glory right now. And you might be saying, but yeah, you, you don't understand. I did this. I've gone through this. I'm dealing with this. No, knock it off. Just cast it off right now. And I am declaring over you this p- place of peace and rest. It gives you perspective, and that's what I'm talking about. If you can, to the degree that you can embrace this resting place in God, in Christ, in heavenly realms is a degree that you can see your enthronement in him. And it's a degree that those things will begin to fall off of you. And it's a degree that you will enter into another transformation of your mind. Because the Bible says that we are uh, transformed by the renewing of our mind. So let it be today that the rest of God brings you into a renewal at a level that you have never experienced before and make a declaration. I'm making a declaration with you, and I would pray that you with me, I ain't ever going back to a decayed mindset where it says, no, your life is going to be miserable. Your life is going to be unrestful, that you're constantly going to wake up every day, worry about your bills, worry about your health, worry about your children. Come on. I'm just declaring to you right now that there is an open gate. You are it. And God is saying, enter now into this place of peace and rest with me. Okay. Thank you so much for uh, joining me for another episode on the supernatural age of peace and rest of God. So, uh, yeah, in the meantime, shalom.